Welcome to the Mind Body Energy Imbalance Podcast. Peace and love, everybody. Samut A. Scott here, known as Mama Yoga, and welcome to another episode of Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance Podcast. Uh, I want to say hello to my fabulous producer and co-host. What's up, Flaw? How you doing? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, Flaw 700. Y'all need to check him out. He's uh, He's got several podcasts under his belt. And um, he's really quite um, quite good at what he does in terms of, of assisting and producing in this vein, you know. So we want to give uh, uh, give flaw give flaw his flowers. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Say that five Time times fast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, and of course we have to give our flowers and praise to our ancestors, you know. We give praise and honor to the ancestors upon whose shoulders that we stand, the ancestors who gave the world mathematic, arithmetic, reading, writing, and civility. We give praise and honor to those ancestors who are leaders, who are entrepreneurs, who are carers and lovers of the communities, for it is upon their shoulders that we stand. May the words that we share here today, may the energy that we share here today help to serve all those who will come into contact with this blessed message and in the ancestor's name and the praise and love of the divine universe, we say Ashe. All right. So let's have a recap from last week. We talked um, last week or not last week. Yes, last week, right? Lord have mercy. We talked last week about you know, the energy and frequency. And um, we had a lot of different chat-ups. Anything from last week you want to sign in on, uh, chat in on, Flo? Yeah. Um, uh, the people wanted to know how to address those chakras. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if we touched on it last episode. Right. Um, that might could be an episode for another time of how mm-hmm. to address them. Um, mm-hmm. Because we definitely touched on some some key spots that made all the sense in the world to me. Um, right. Said you identify them in the uh, scientific terms that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't can't remember the uh, term that I invented last week. You got to re- refresh my memory. The uh, Afro scientific baby. Yeah, Afro scientific. To... Yep. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, technically, you know, we're just out here, uh, mm-hmm. you know, going on about our day, not knowing why we are the way we are. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like it's so easy for black people to tell each other they love them. But the trust is, you know, so hard to come by, mm-hmm. which affects the black business, which affects, you know, just black entrepreneurship, independentship, because right. uh, who are who you want your people to support you? And I think we touched on this last week a little bit um, about mm-hmm. go to McDonald's so they can mess your meal up a million times and there'll be no post about, you know, McDonald's uh, messed up my burger. But, you know, let right. a business mess up your order and it's. Let's head to social media and tell them how bad a business they are. So right, absolutely. We, just yes, don't, you know. mm-hmm. we don't know why we have that mm-hmm. energy. Um, and I think that you touched on it, and I can't wait to you know touch on top topics like that uh, in the future and how we can actually address it. Yeah. Well, excuse me. Um, yeah. So you know, we are that way because it is a you know it's an insidious programming that we're getting on a regular basis. You know, the media 
uh, owned by maybe five or six corporations, if that, uh, are insistent upon showing images of um, foundational Black Americas, Black Americans killing each other, murdering, shooting, you know, distrusting, uh, robbing, stealing, whatever type of, you know, low vibration, uh, negative mayhem they can feed in mass quantities and doses to, you know, the community worldwide is is part of the reason why the energy is like it is. The other reason uh, that the energy is like it is, is that what people don't really tune into is that our psyche, our consciousness works on vibration, imagery, sound, right? So the images that we are constantly uh, fed and, and promoted to and the vibrational sounds that we assume and consume affect our consciousness and our belief systems and thus our manifested reality. Now, specifically, I'm talking about the vibrational energy of the music that we are, that's over the airwaves and the videos and imagery that accompany that music set, gangster rap, drill rap, you know, uh, you know, the glorification of killing and murdering people who look just like you, the glorification of disrespecting the woman who looks just like you, who is the woman, your, your, you know, phenotypical, uh, and ancestral counterpart, all of those, um, all of those programs affect our manifested reality because the subconscious the inner the subconscious works on an energetic vibration and a visual vibration so when people say the music don't matter that don't matter what that got to do with these people out here acting crazy it does matter it's the way in which your spirit programs your manifested your magnetic draw let me chime in real quick because once again you're yeah. right i believe you're right i know you're right right because the way my brain works it's one of the reasons why i got into podcasting for one it was it was therapeutic for me mm-hmm. but also i can't help that my brain captures a few things so mm-hmm. uh let me like for me let me tell you what i heard what i heard and people listening you guys can relate let me bring it down mm-hmm. yoga is saying mm-hmm. listen to a rap song that comes on the radio Mm-hmm. Says, kill him, kill him, kill him, sexual act on her. Kill, mm-hmm. him, kill him, kill him, sexual act on her. Mm-hmm. Every song is the same. Yep. I said myself, before Mama Yogan broke it down, I said, why does every song kind of repeat the same rhetoric? Now, I understand that, that there is different artists out there that make music that is positive and uplifting, but like Mama Yoga just said, the machine, the architect is not going to put money behind that. So mm-hmm. it's going to presume as if it doesn't exist. It does. You just have to search for it. But let's just say you're in, you know, the presence of, you know, a vehicle. You just want to turn on a radio or you're on your uh, uh, Apple or Spotify, whatever. The, the first few songs on there is going to be typically kill him, kill him, right. kill him, sexually right. something her, kill him, kill him, sexually something, her. It is the same rhetoric. So if you guys are listening to songs, mm-hmm. listen to what they're saying. 
Oh, mm-hmm. and the third thing is, I don't trust you. I don't right. trust you. I don't trust you. Those right. are the three main ingredients to a hit mm-hmm. rap song. I'm sorry. Right. No, it's real. It's real. And that is where the money is promoted. That's where these artists, uh, these young people who are really trying to find a way to escape the trauma and drama that they are experiencing in their life. Again, programmed, intentional, you know, circumstances. And I'm not saying that we as a people don't have responsibility for our lives and the manifestations that happen in our life, but we don't understand how spirit and consciousness works. And the architects, if you will, of destruction understand how the spirit and consciousness works. They are the greatest spiritualists the world has ever known. You know, people say think spirituality is just about holiness and wearing white and, you know, observing certain uh, religious or spiritual um, philosophies. There is always yang and yin, so-called positive, so-called negative, so-called good, so-called bad. So the person who is the most devoted, um, disciplined spiritualist that do their kriyas or spiritual practices every day uh, to uplift and to bring light into their life, there are energies, principalities, and vibrational people, beings who are just as disciplined, committed, and devoted to uh, to um, disforming the psyche of the masses in a negative way or so-called erasing or keeping elevated the dark. So when people say mama yoga, how do we address the chakras? How do we, you know, balance those chakra energies? Last week we talked about the root chakra and the heart chakra, which I contend are the two main chakras out of balance uh, in most people, but especially foundational black Americans. It's a holistic approach. First, we have to understand what we're consuming and how that's contributing to the destabilization. That's why I bought up music and the visuals that we consume, whether it's TV, uh, scrolling through the, through the social medias or whatever, right? First, understand what you're consuming that's com- contributing to a warped um, a warped vibration or warped energy of your chakra, of your spiritual alignment. And then you want to begin to do a process of intentional cleansing or clearing of negative thoughts, images, and actions that contribute to the binding or not the, the, the blocking of the free flow of the goodness of those chakras. In my book, Chakra Healing and Balances, this, um, I can make a shameless plug. Here it is right here. I was the workbook. <laughs> make a shameless plug. Well, I, how shameless is it? It's my dang old podcast. My Hello. <laughs> Hello. How, you know how like, oh, you shouldn't be promoting yourself. That's some bullshit too. Hey, here it is right here. You see Mama, me? Yep, yep, I you see promote, you. You promote yourself. You Absolutely. Your look, look at that. Look at that peanut head on your shirt. That's cute. <laughs> 
Absolutely. That's another issue that we have that we have to tap into. And we're going to talk about that in depth in the coming um, episodes because the sheer anxiety around the assumption of wealth in our community is just really something that needs to heal. So back to the root and the heart chakra energy, uh, you want to find um, very concise, laid out ways in which you can begin to heal that um, those energies and help to bring them in balance. And again, the Chakra Healing uh, and Balance book does just that. Um, you can go to Linktree and my classes are there. My books are there, meetups and everything. So if you go Linktree Mama Yoga, Linktree.com slash Mama Yoga, you'll find the Chakra Healing and Balance book. Uh, but uh, just to share some some actionable steps that you can take right now um, is, again, begin to observe what you're consuming visually, audibly. Uh, what your beliefs are, and um, what you're actually doing, your mind, body, and energy, right? Observe that. Begin to cut those things out of your life that are not nourishing, that are negative, right? We start there. And then for the root chakra, uh, depending on what your primary um, obstruction beliefs are, you might want to get a jasper, a red jasper crystal. You might want to get a black tourmaline crystal um, for the root chakra, right? To help balance that energy out. Uh, and then for the heart chakra, you want you might want to get, um, I always like to say for the heart chakra, you want to use rose quartz because that rose quartz is very full of love and light. And that's what we want for the heart chakra. Some people could say malachite. Malachite is a beautiful, wonderful stone, but malachite is very sexually raising, right? You don't want to, if you are working on balancing your energy, you don't want to bring the malachite unless you're a full fat, unless you're in possession of your uh, discipline and behavior. Right. Because that malachite is going to heighten the magnetic energy, which is your sexual energy. It's the same thing. The body don't have five different energies for different activities. It's the same energy. The malachite will heighten your sensuality and your sexuality and your attraction for the sexual partner that you have an affinity for. Right. The type that that energy. That's not where we want to go when we talk about the base level of healing and rebalancing our energy. We want to save that till we're in full possession of our discipline so that we don't take in and consume sexual energy that's not really helping us move in the way that we want to move. So you want to use rose quartz. And then I always like to have some amethyst and clear quartz crystals to partner with the red jasper, the black tourmaline, whatever you are, um, whatever you are get, using, and then your rose quartz. But I'm going to go to the chakra healing uh, and um, balance book and see if there's some other uh, crystals that um, I may have forgotten. Let's see. Hold on. Because there's a few in the book. That's the mantras, right? 
Okay. Red carnelian you could use. That's also increases your courage to break through your challenges that you have. Um, I already said red, red jasper and black tourmaline. Um, those are the two main ones, right? The three main ones, right? So the root chakra, let's just stay on the root chakra because that is, again, the four essential walls, food, clothing, shelter, and your money flow food, clothing, shelter, and your security and protection, food, clothing, shelter, money flow, and your groundedness. You know, you just feel secure in who you are and feel secure about the steps that you're making. Let's get to that, right? So with the root chakra, taken again from the, um, the healing chakra book, you want to use colors as uh, the colors that uh, attract to you are red, uh, red scarf, red underwear. Um, the red increases your sense of power, your attractiveness, uh, your magnetism and your self-confidence. So you can take a red handkerchief, not one with black or white or any other colors, just red. And you can put it down and fold it down in your underwear against your solar plexus, right? And against your pelvis area, just a red scarf, right? Fold it down in there. That energy vibration of the color helps to balance um, that chakra, you know? And we already talked about the crystals. Um, as I said, reading from the book here, please note that this list of crystals is not exhaustive. If you resonate with a particular crystal that's not listed in the chakra healing book, use that crystal, you know? Uh, and so we started with the color red. We've talked about the uh, crystals that we want to use. Uh, and then the words of power. Mantras are words of power, words of vibrational um, manifestation. So a mantra is not necessarily intellectual. Meaning it does not have a, it, some oftentimes mantras don't have a meaning where you can say, oh, this mantra means that. The most powerful mantras have a vibrational resonance, right? But a mantra can be anything, you know? Every day, if you go throughout your day saying, I don't have any money, I can't afford that, I can't get that. Oh my goodness, that costs too much. Oh no, 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 honey, I can't, I don't got it. I don't have any money. Every day you are uttering the words that 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 you know celebrate <laughs> the fact that you do not have financial resources every single day. That then becomes the mantra, the vibrational energy, the vibrational resonance that you send to the universal life force. And the universal life force, their language of the universal life force is vibration, is frequency, is resonance. So the universal life force receives your daily celebration of the fact that you or the, 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 the presence that you don't have monetary resources and vibrational universe, uh, universal life force says, your wish is my command. So be it. You keep telling me you don't have, you don't have this too expensive. That's too much, whatever. 
by your utterances every day, not just your utterances, but your mind, your beliefs, your physical, visceral uh, response about money or wealth or what your, your financial state and the energy about your financial state. The universal life force language is frequency and resonance. And the universal life force says, okay, then your wish is my command. Here you go. No more. You don't have no money. You're right. It's blocked. You're right. You can't afford that. You are right. That costs too much, or you don't know how you're going to pay this bill and that bill. So it's it's a mantra that you're using by saying that every day. Well, what we want to do is we want to turn that around and be the co-creators that we were designed to be. We want to use our mind, our body, and our energy to say to universal life force, to send a frequency that resonates with abundance prosperity, you know, overflow and continuous currency of the good that we desire in our life. So taken from our book here that we are sharing with you, the mantra that helps balance the shot, the root chakra is Ong Lung Shang. So the mantra that balances out the root chakra is Ong, A-U-N-G, next word, Lung, L-A-U-N-G, next word, Shang, S-H-A-U-N-G. Right. Ong, Long, Shang, the root chakra, right? That bounces, that, that, that mantra energy, those words don't really have an intellectual meaning, but they have a resonance, right? And so in ancient times, we understood that, um, you know, ong is taken from the root word, uh, A-U-N-G is taken, uh, onk rather, is taken from the root word ong, right? The term onk means to give life. Ong, A-U-N-G, is the primordial master key that opens the vibrational energy, A-U-N-G. Imagine a huge mansion and the key that unlocks the front door is the vibrational resonance Ong. So that key unlocks the door. You go in with the mantra Ong. And then to turn on the lights is another mantra, Long, Long. To start going to the refrigerator and start cooking you some food is Shang, Shang. So the mantra you wanna chant is Ong, Long, Shang. Ong Long Shang. And you want the NG, the resonance of the NG. Ong, 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 ong. 
in the nasal cavity vibrates, you guessed it, the third eye, which then connects to the pineal gland and then the cascade of what the ancient yogis called, you know, the nectar of a thousand lotus petal at the crown chakra of your head, the crown chakra energy begins to open. And if you can imagine an, a frequency portal opens to divine universal life force, and you've made a connection in, in um, uh, a, a very exalted way. So balancing that root chakra, Ong Long Shang. Shang is breaking up stagnation. Ong is opening the doorway. Long is the vibration of the root chakra. And Shang breaks up the stagnation. Right? So you can chant that mantra several times a day. Hold your crystal, energize your crystal, intend your crystal for the purpose that you want it to be for. That crystal is for to help balance your root chakra. Let spirit determine what you need in terms of balance, right? Because we could think, oh, I need to bring more money. But before you get to that, there's some other beliefs, some other mind, body, energy dynamics that need to be adjusted. So your initial work is to chant the mantra and tend the spirit for balancing your root chakra and let the manifestations carry you on the journey. Yeah. So that's what it is. Uh, and so you want to uh, chant for up to three minutes uh, from uh, three minutes rather to 21 minutes. Visualize your root chakra vibrating, pulsating and a red glowing light in your root chakra. For those of you who don't know, the root chakra is just uh, just beneath your sex organs. Right. That is where the root chakra is. Visualize yourself joyful and healed from one of the root chakra imbalances that you are experiencing. We also have affirmations, a whole entire list of affirmations that you can go through. Again, it's not exhaustive, but it's a pretty good foundation. And the affirmations um, help you balance that energy as well. We also have aromatherapy or essential oil resonance. Again, we are a sensual being. And the frequency of the tuning fork is relevant to mind, body, energy, and the sensual expressions around us. So you have the earth, the root chakra, you have the vibrational utterance of the mantra, you have correcting the belief system with the affirmations, and aromatherapy sends also puts your, your vibrational energy in a certain state as well. Now let's back that up. Let's let's edify that with something taken from our natural life, right? Our everyday life. You ever dated somebody and they had a particular scent that they wore? And when you smell that scent, it sends you to a particular place. Even if it's not on them, if they were, you know, over and their smell is on your pillow, right? Or if they were, you know, you all were together and they left behind an article of clothing. Their scent creates a mood, an energy, a frequency within your being. 
right? And so it's the same. It's the same when you want to adjust and correct your vibrational creative capacity, your manifestation capacity. So we have essential oils in here that you would use to correct and balance that root chakra. When you're using these oils, we suggest that you isolate it for only your this particular work, because then the spirit is on notice anytime you smell that that I'm going to correct this root chakra or this root chakra needs is in balance, or this is, Hey, this is the manifestation of my highest vibration for my root chakra. Right. And some of those are some of the essential oils that we suggest are, um, cedar wood, frankincense, patchouli, ver, uh, uh, uh vetiver and sandalwood. Now, what you can do is you can make your own little mix, which we suggest because then ain't nobody going to smell like it and you won't ever smell it like it. You won't ever smell that fragrance unless you go to your particular concoction that you've made. You can make your own special mix of these particular scents and isolate it for the root chakra. That's just a little bit I'm sharing, <laughs> you know, from... Uh, your question as to how you get that started, you want to, again, to recap, watch what you're consuming. That's interrupting the root chakra energy and reinforcing negative beliefs, your mind, body energy um, out of balance. We want to keep it in balance. Uh, you want to watch what you are watching, uh, consuming audibly, what you're listening to, what you are visualizing or watching. And what you're consuming in that way. We want to correct uh, the beliefs about your, your wealth, your living situation, your capacity to take care of your four walls and be secure and grounded in who you are and your protection. So the beliefs that come up, we don't want to utter and send the frequency to the universe that we don't want to engage anymore. So we want to correct our speech, right? And then we want to bring in affirmations that affirm the highest of who we are and the highest vibration of who we are. That's what we want to do, right? And we want to use crystals and engage all of the sensual elements of the earth to help us tune our frequency to that which we say we really want and let that message, those messages go up to universal life force, right? And we want to get the Chakra Healing Imbalance book, workbook, uh, where you can see all of the chakra energies. Where's the camera? Lord. <laughs> where you can see all of the chakra energies as well as the crystals and all of the prescriptions that we have uh, here for you. And um, so those are those are some suggestions for that root chakra. Thanks for that uh, flaw. You know, you know, I'm getting me one. Got to support. Huh? I said, oh. you know, get me one. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. You know, we appreciate that. <clears throat> so that was really kind of like a broad recap from last week. Um, and thank you all so much for submitting your questions and, um, you know, and for your engagement across all platforms, you know, we're on, on uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. Guess we're on Facebook a little bit, but mostly those platforms. So that's what's up, you know?
So today's topic, um, or or just to carry on, I kind of wanted to touch on fitness over 40, if we can quickly. Yeah. You know, fitness over 40. Uh, because <clears throat> after a certain age, your hormonal dynamic changes, and that's relevant to whether you maintain weight, whether you drop weight, whether you're, you know, you're up later in the nighttime, all of the things, your mood, your capacity for, um, you know, dealing with your things of life, your hormonal profile is absolutely every single thing. And the science says that over 35, your hormones actually drop to by about half of what you had when you were in your 20s. And then by the time you hit 40, it's just all downhill from there. Especially if you have a microwave lifestyle, you eat a lot of fast foods, you ain't never seen a broccoli or a vegetable a day in your life. You know, it's people like that, that don't eat no raw food, nothing that's not in a can processed, that's pure, you know, there's no life in that, you know, unfortunately, that's the majority of people. So over 35, 40 years old, things begin to change where you may have been able to do two hours of cardio and an hour of lifting, you find that it takes more time for you to recover. And indeed, the, was, the wisdom science is that as you begin to get more chronological on the planet, you want to adjust how you are exercising your body. But you got to exercise nonetheless. You just must, right? So how's it changed for you, if any, if at all, Flo? Uh, turning 40? The way you exercise since you have gotten past 35 or 40. Honestly, it has not. Mm -hmm. um, and it might be a unique specimen. Mm -hmm. um, but at the age of 40, I have not seen a drop off. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. actually, actually in my mind. I know mm -hmm. it's coming. So mm -hmm. what I'm doing now is I'm packed. I'm trying to build the best version of myself before it mm -hmm. becomes impossible mm -hmm. to build certain type of mass because at the end of the day where it's, it's going to drop off. I know mm -hmm. that. And I'm actually looking, not looking forward to it. I don't say, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm anticipating it soon in my forties. Could be 41, could be 42, could be right. tomorrow. So having this conversation now, I'm saying, no, I haven't had any drops. Off. I look tremendous. Right. Okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm sitting, honestly, I'm not, uh, I'm not as I'm sitting here listening to you, I'm looking at me saying, I just might be the most handsome man in Jersey. <laughs> That's what I'm about right now. Can't For help. sure, Neff. For I sure. I, just, I think I just might be. If they had a contest, I'm winning. I'm winning okay. right now. I don't know what's going to happen next year when I turn 41 tomorrow, mm -hmm. next week, but it is, it, it is something that's on my mind. Right. Um, and just like you said, I'm me. Yes. People, what I'm going to tell you, I'm not telling you to follow anything that I do. I'm saying mm -hmm. this works for me right now. Mm -hmm. I am a big junk food. I am. Mm -hmm. How I combat that is fasting. No fasting. Mm -hmm. is not going to be the cure of it. But what I do is I limit my, mm -hmm. my fast food eating. You know, I make sure that, like we talked about a few episodes ago, my digestive system gets a rest. Once again, mm -hmm. this is since we've been doing this podcast, I'm 24 hour fast. I haven't yeah. done anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving my body that opportunity to get it together because I'm going to work it as soon as it's time to eat. I'm going to put you to work, buddy. Mm -hmm. He knows that. 
after yeah. this podcast, after my podcast after this, I'm going to the gym and I'm gonna work my butt off. Yeah. And I'm gonna work my butt off. Um, so that's a fast, that's a um intense workout at the gym. I'm gonna make sure the heart rate's up and make sure I'm sweating. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure that I give it my all in the gym. And mm-hmm. I might just go eat something that I decide that I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fasting is it plays a part into me being as old as I am. Mm-hmm. Um he, Saturdays were like the worst days for me. People, I work out six days a week. Mm-hmm. And Saturday's my only day off, and that's the one day that I'm miserable. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I'm just, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm wasting the day. Mm-hmm. Because I know how precious it is to get in that gym and continue to work my body. Because the older I get, the quicker, the the faster that it can be. To, you can just lose it all, mm-hmm. right? I'm one, I'm one week away, from, I'm one week from not going to the gym for a week and eating all fast food to, you know, gaining a hundred pounds or just fat. That's how mm-hmm. this American food that we are consuming is, is the worst probably in the globe of the United States, uh, in the uh, world, you know, mm-hmm. um, is the meat real? We don't know. Right. Is the, is what we, we don't know anything. They can literally tell us anything is the chicken. Real? We don't know. Um, so mm-hmm. how I combat that is just by eating less of it, mm-hmm. right? Not taking on a diet that I know that I can't sustain. Mm-hmm. I tried being a vegan. I'm not yeah. going to be in that. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to sustain it. Mm-hmm. I tried doing this and, the, and so what I, so I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to do things that I can sustain and over time um, mm-hmm. do something like, hey, no meat Monday. Mm-hmm. It's about taking the time to say, hey, make adjustments because if you do anything cold turkey, as far as I'm concerned, right. Allow you for a, a setback. So I'm listening to my body. Mm-hmm. And my body has a conversation with me, whether it be arms, legs, back, uh, whether it be something inside. I'll have that conversation with my body and we'll make adjustments then. As of right now, mm-hmm. as being 40 and fit and the most mm-hmm. handsome man in Trenton, New Jersey, mm-hmm. I feel amazing. Um, so honestly, I haven't had I haven't had to have, make any changes. I actually just go harder. Mm-hmm. I actually just, you know. I increase it because I want the best physical form I can get until there's mm-hmm. nothing I can do about it. Right. And it's coming. Right. Well, we need our applause on that. Like, you need to hit the applause button on what you just said, you know, because um, that's real. Let you me, know? Let me find it. Yeah. <laughs> there it you is. Got, you got it. Better, better late than never. <laughs> so listen, let me um, let me just you know say uh, I really just gotta um, comment on what you said in terms of you know you haven't seen a drop off. You're forty. Um, you haven't seen a drop off. I will maintain and contend the reason why um, you still are experiencing such a great level of. Um, energy and um, fitness and confidence, obviously, um, is because you have adjusted, because you have, you know, you put your body through different, um, you know, dynamics. You keep yourself guessing, you know, you're not fasting. I mean, you, you, you fast. Your body didn't know you was about to fast, you know, and then once a week you kick in, you know, water only fasting or and your electrolytes or whatever. You know, you have electrolytes, but no plated food, no digesting is really going on. So the fact remains that if you and the other thing, wait a minute, hold on. I cannot forget this. 
The other thing is you weightlifting creates and reduce it uh, creates um, the hormonal um, profile that we need. It increases testosterone. It increases, you know, the hormones that keep us youthful when you strength train. So that is really another key as to why you can profess that your energy, you haven't had a drop off is because of what you're doing. But 98% of men your age are not doing what you're doing. And, you know, they're on blood pressure medications and blue pills and the rest of the shit, you know, because they are not taking advantage of understanding how physically, you know, you have to you have to stress your body in an intentional and good way. Now, women, because most of us have had children by the time we're 40, the whole hormonal thing is, you know, you're beginning perimenopause and menopause. It's a whole different ball game for a 40 year old woman than it is for a 40 year old man. Still, fasting is quite assistive. And even if you do, you know, raw food fasting, say you're not doing water and electrolyte fast, you want to do raw foods. I'm just going to eat raw fruits and vegetables for the next 24 hours, 36 hours, a week, whatever. That those micronutrients in those raw plants, raw fruits and vegetables, you ain't going to eat meat raw. But raw fruits and vegetables really, really super um, super uh, nourish your body, right? So 40-year-old woman, her profile is so much different. She has to begin to feed herself differently. She has to begin to exercise differently. And the science is in. The exercise is is strength training. You have to strength train. You just do. And people come, when I was doing personal training, women would come and they'd say, oh, I don't want to look like a man. Well, you ain't ever going to look like a man unless you are taking, you know, extreme amounts of exogenous testosterone and steroids. Women who are all muscular and buff like that, where you see every muscle, that is not a natural formation of a woman's body. You will not look like that unless you are on some type of supplementation with your lifting. So they will say, oh, mama yoga, I don't want to look like a man. I still want to keep, you know, I want to be toned. So I'm only lifting five pounds, two and a half in each. Girl, your pocketbook weigh more than that. You have to lift. Don't be scared of those weights. And don't be scared of building muscle on the body. You must, because the muscle not only gives you an aesthetic, a certain look, muscle protects the brain and it protects your skeletal system and it keeps your hormones lifted. It creates stem cells within the body, a new set of stem cells because the body says, oh, well, she burning up stuff. She need new stem cells. She need youth. She needs the, the cocktail that makes youthful energy let's give that to her when you strip train and when you lift heavy right heavier than your 10 pound pocketbook or carrying a baby on your hip you know so you don't be afraid to lift 
weights and be, you know, very, um, you know, intentional about strength training at least three times a week as women. The older we get, the less jumping up and down we need to do, quite frankly. You know, I run 10 mile races, the Broad Street Run, regular, loved running the Broad Street Run. Um, I've done a bunch of, you know, 5Ks and, you know, all of those races. I love running, actually. Um, but after a while, it's more wear on your body than it is helpful and beneficial. So the other love for me is HIT training. Love HIT. You know, some burpees, even though I can't do burpees that good, but I do what I could do and my heart rate gets up. Burpees and then strength, you know, uh, you know, um, some type of cardio, 20 seconds of cardio and then strength mixed in. I love those um, interval training um, processes. And recently I tried CrossFit, which I loved the exercises in CrossFit. I love the routines in CrossFit, but it was, it's a little too aggressive for, for, for me, even though they're like, okay, you can go at your pace, do what you can do. That's all well and good. Um, so I do CrossFit, uh, adjacent <laughs> exercises, but you must, you must change the way you eat, begin to incorporate more fruits and vegetables raw, look at a fasting regimen um, that will give your digestion a rest because the digestion is what helps us age quicker as well. You die every time, you know, you eat and every two, three hours, you snack and all of this, your digestion doesn't get a rest. So the body doesn't get a chance to clean up the toxins, the broken cells, the cells that are abnormal. You know, the body is a mechanical um, genius. And it's designed to heal itself, given the right inputs and the right space to do so. And you want to exercise. You want to do some cardio, but you really want to make sure that you strength train and stretch. That's the other thing. Stretching is every single thing because you have a myofascial sheet, myofascial sheet over the muscles and the skeletal muscle of the body. And that is what gets tightened up when you don't stretch or you don't exercise and everything. And you want to stretch that, stretch your limbs and your body with great regularity. So you want to begin to take Pilates and those types of classes too. They're pretty awesome. Um, so just a, a little word um, of, uh, you know, of suggestion. And again, it's all about the mind, body, and energy. And we always want to make sure that you are keeping that um, healed and vibrant strong. Any comments before I close out, Flo? No, absolutely. I, I, I definitely agree. Uh, one thing I was going to touch on is um, one of the things that I know that does increases your testosterone is the squats. Mm -hmm. So I, I make sure that, um, you know, I squat um heavy mm -hmm. squat mm -hmm. um, high right now is 405 wow I mean, doing I, I did i have a video of me doing it five times i haven't i haven't been able to do it five in a while mm -hmm. um, but just last wednesday is my leg day and yeah i, been, I squatted 405 mm -hmm. um, but yeah squats increase mm -hmm. your testosterone um you just all you can do is what you can do That's right it. and right whatever that you know 
where that leads you to is where that leads you to, but do your part. Don't say, mm-hmm. well, I'm 40 now and I give up because, mm-hmm. uh, like you said earlier, that could be true. If you ain't got it, then you ain't got it. But right. You got it. You got it. You so. got it. You want to keep it and you want to increase it. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's stories of 70-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old people saying, you know what, let me start exercising and, you know, live their life much in a much healthier state when they start exercising. It's all over. Those stories are everywhere. So that's what we want to share with you all. And um, keep up, you know, keep up, take care of your health, take care of your mind, body, energy, keep everything in balance. And may you walk in peace throughout your life. Peace and love. Till next time.